Hey, hey, it is good to be back with all of you today. My name is Bevan Caramello, and you are listening to The Skinny with Jesus. Today is September 26th. 2018. We are just two episodes into our current series titled Hey Jude, where we are walking through the book of Jude together. Jude, the second to last book of the Bible, right before Revelation, and it's only one chapter long, okay? But it is packed with wisdom. Uh, Jude was written by Jude, okay? It was a letter to um, the early Jewish Christians, uh, the early church. Jude was the little brother of Jesus himself, okay? He knew Christ like very few others did. Um, He's also the brother of James, though. James, who wrote the book of James. Both of these men were the brothers of Jesus, okay, sons of Mary and Joseph. We know technically they were half-brothers because Jesus's father was not Joseph. Jesus's father is God, right? So James and Jude, the um, brothers of Jesus, And in our last episode, we focused mostly on verse 3, where Jude is urging us to contend for the faith we have in Christ. And I love what the the New Living Translation version of verse 3 says. Um, It says, defend the faith that God has entrusted to us. Okay, the NIV says contend, but I love the NLT. It says defend the faith. Today, we are going to be looking at one of Jude's main instructions to us as we consider what that looks like to defend our faith or contend for it, okay? Jude tells us as followers of Christ, we must reject falsehood and immorality. That is just a, a thread woven into this entire book, um, something that he's he's really stressing to all of us as children of God that we have got to reject falsehood and immorality. So turn in our Bibles, if you guys have them, turn in your Bibles. If you don't have it, no worries. You know I'm going to read the verses for us um, to the book of Jude, and we're going to look uh, right now at verse 4, okay? It says, For certain men whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are godless men who change the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ our only sovereign and Lord. Okay, right here, we see Jude warning these new Jewish Christians about the danger of falsehood. He's telling them that there are godless men among them. They've snuck in, right? Almost like in the night when they weren't watching. They've snuck in and um, they are seeking to distort the gospel and use God's grace as a license to be immoral and corrupt. Okay, so for weeks now, I have been contemplating this idea of falsehood and meditating about it, praying about it, praying about what it means to reject falsehood. And I had hoped to record this episode last week, actually, on Tuesday before my husband and I uh, were leaving on vacation. We just returned from a week in Germany. And so I had originally planned to to get this episode recorded before we left. And the notes and the scriptures that God had led me to for this message had been complete for weeks. 
But for some reason, I just wasn't getting a clear picture from God about how he wanted it all tied together. So against my plans and my schedule, which those of you who know me well know that this can be hard for me, (laughs) but against my own plans, I decided just to wait until we got back to record this episode today um, and just wait on God to just truly say, okay, Lord, you know, I don't know what you're doing, but the the skinny is yours. And so I'm not going to speak until I know exactly it is exactly what it is that you would have me say. And you guys, I'm so glad I did. Um, God really used our time in Germany um, and all that I learned there to truly open my eyes to the dangers and often the, the subtlety of falsehood. Okay. Um, and he just began to show me how um, how it can creep into our thoughts and our beliefs if we're not careful. And I am by no means a historian. Okay, guys, let me just put that right out there. <laughs> but luckily, while we were in Berlin earlier this week, we were blessed to do several tours with a guide who is a historian. It was this delightful man named Rob from Manchester, England. He had this awesome English accent, which made it fun to listen to everything he was teaching us. And he's, he's passionate about German history. So now he's a an English guy living in Germany doing tours and and teaching um, everything that he studied. And so we went to the Berlin Wall and Checkpoint Charlie, and we saw so many different images from the Cold War um, after World War II. We also did a full day tour of this Nazi concentration camp just outside of Berlin. And I'll tell you, this had me pretty churned up inside. Just the thought of doing this tour, we kind of bounced back and forth, my husband and I, about whether or not we were going to do it. Um, I just didn't really know what to expect or how it was going to feel, you know, to walk in a place where such evil had reigned for so many years. Um, and it was hard. It was hard. We, we ultimately, we decided to do it, um, obviously. And it it was hard to see and feel all of it. But as we walked through our day, our guide, Rob, gave us so much history into how it all got to that point. Everything leading up to the the, the part of, of World War II that we're you know, so just completely disgusted by, the Holocaust and, and um, just the evil that happened there. And... Um, like I said, Rob, he, he, he guided us through a lot of the history that I just didn't really realize that had happened up until that point. And as he talked to us about Hitler and the atrocities of the Nazis and the things that they did, God began to just speak to my heart over and over again, this phrase that I'd been pondering for weeks, reject falsehood and immorality, reject falsehood and immorality. And it just got me thinking and realizing, you know, his timing on everything. The reason he had had me hold back on recording this message is because I hadn't experienced everything yet that I needed to experience in order to deliver it to you guys the way he wanted it done. Reject falsehood and immorality. You guys see, Hitler was, as I learned, he was a master at getting people to do things they never could have imagined they would do. 
He would take people from point A to point Z so slowly that by the time they were doing these terrible things, this place that they had arrived at from A to Z, they weren't really sure how it had happened. They were doing things they never would have imagined that they would do. You see, often falsehood starts slowly and gradually it creeps in. Hitler was, like I said, he was a master. He would evoke just enough fear or doubt to get these the people from point A to point B. And then eventually from point B to point C. And then C to D and, and so on. He never took these people straight to the evil deeds of point Z. But because they didn't stand up for truth because they didn't reject the lies and the small doses of falsehood being fed to them at point B, C, D, and so on. They eventually wound up a part of such evil that they didn't, they didn't know how to get out or couldn't get out because maybe they, they really had begun to, to buy what Hitler was selling, which we know now is control, right? And arrogance, world domination, hate, racism. Rejecting falsehood means we must hold everything we're told to believe up to the light of scripture. And everything means everything, you guys. So what does that look like? I think I think we can narrow this idea down to one simple contrast, okay? This the, this contrast we see in scripture of light and dark, okay? Light and darkness. So I want us to look at a few different places in scripture, and I think you'll see, um, I think you'll see what I mean. So first, let's go to the book of John. Uh, we're going to be in chapter 12, and I'm going to read as verses 35 and 36, okay? This is Jesus talking here. John is quoting Jesus. It says, Then Jesus told them, You are going to have the light just a little longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. The man who walks in the dark does not know where he is going. Put your trust in the light while you have it so that you may become sons of light. Let's stop right there. Okay, so like I said, this is Jesus talking here. He's talking about himself. You guys see that? He is the light. He says, the man who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. That got me thinking you know, so many of us too can get from point A to point Z and not know how we got here. We don't know how we got to Z. We don't know how our marriage fell apart. We don't know how that substance that we thought was just a good time has now become this blazing addiction. We don't know how that, that one little message we sent online to that person we knew we shouldn't have has now become a full-blown affair. How did we get from A to Z? And I think this is what Jesus is talking to us right here. It's, it's walking in darkness. In other words, not walking with Christ, 
One small bad decision after another takes us from point A to point B to point C to point D. Pretty soon we have arrived at a place we just don't even know how we got here, a place we just never would have imagined we would end up doing things we never could have fathomed we would do. Okay, let's look um, at another place in scripture. Let's turn to the book of Romans, chapter 13. I'm going to read verses 12 through 14. It says, this is Paul talking here in the book of Romans. He says, the night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to, how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. So you guys see what Paul is saying here? How do we reject falsehood and immorality? Paul says, clothe yourselves with Christ. Put on the armor of light. We choose to get dressed, right? We choose every day what we will wear. Paul says, choose Christ every day. Get dressed in the armor of his light. Okay, I want us to take a look at one more place in scripture. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 5. I'm going to start us off in verse 6. Remember, in the book of Jude, before I read this, this these verses in Ephesians, remember um, Jude was talking about that these these godless men had had slipped in among them, right? And they were they were teaching things that weren't gospel, that weren't truth. Okay, now listen to this. Paul teaching us again in Ephesians chapter five. In verse six, he says, Let no one deceive you with empty words. Let no one deceive you with empty words. You guys, I started thinking, how do we know what lies are? What falsehood really is? How do we even know what that is? You know, there's no way we're ever going to know every lie that could ever be told to us. But we don't have to, right? We don't have to know every lie that's ever going to be told to us to recognize if it's a lie. We just have to know the truth. We just have to know the truth, the truth of scripture, the word of God. If we know what the word of God says, then we will always be able to recognize the lies, the darkness, the evil, those godless men that have slipped in among us that are trying to teach us things that are not truth, that are not God's word, because it won't line up with what we know to be truth in God's word, right? Ephesians chapter 5. Okay, we just read verse 6. Let no one deceive you with empty words. Let's jump on down to verses 8 and 9. It says, For you were once darkness. Not in darkness. We were actually darkness. You guys, but now, now you are light in the Lord. We are light in Christ, guys. For you were once darkness but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. 
For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Live as children of light. Paul's saying, don't buy into the darkness this world is selling. We have to hold everything up to the light of truth in God's word. Clothe ourselves in Christ. Defend the faith that's been entrusted to us as God's children, right? How do we reject falsehood and immorality? Live as children of light. Will you pray with me? Father God, Lord, we praise you for being the God of light and truth. We praise you for your word that never changes, your word that we can stand on, the solid rock. Lord, thank you for your scriptures. Thank you for your truth. Thank you that that we can depend on them and turn to them over and over and over again. Lord, I pray that you would teach us every day. Show us how to reject falsehood and immorality. Show us how to get dressed in the armor of light to put on Christ every single day. This is so big. It's so heavy. It's so wordy. Lord, show us what it looks like in our daily lives. Just walking through it, living it out every day, one step at a time. Lord, help us to look more and more like you each and every day. Lord, I I thank you for each person listening to this message. I pray, Lord, that you would speak a gentle truth straight to their hearts, to each heart individually right now in this moment. Lord, I thank you for this time together. I thank you for this safe place for us to come and listen and, and, and hear your truth. I pray that light and love would always be spoken here. Lord, it is in the mighty name of Jesus we pray all these things. Amen. Thank you guys for being here today. I am so glad to be back with you. I missed you last week, but I'm glad I waited. I'm glad I waited to hear what it is that God had for us because last week it wouldn't have been complete. Um, For those of you who aren't already members of our Facebook page, I would love for you guys to find us there on Facebook. Simply uh, search The Skinny with Jesus in Facebook and add yourself there. All are welcome. Okay, next week, we're going to be continuing in our Hey Jude series. We're going to be looking at a little bit deeper into the book of Jude. We're going to be looking at God's rescue and his wrath. You know, in the meantime, I am praying for you. Bye now.